Hello and welcome to Deer Tracks. It is great to be with you again, and I've realized that with being six episodes in, and this being the seventh, I have not formally introduced myself, and so you've probably been wondering, who is this guy? Uh, Unless you're one of my friends who listens to the podcast, and you already know who I am, so I guess it's not as big of a deal. But for those of you who don't know me, my name is James Kibbe, and if you would like to put face to name, you can connect with me on Facebook and Instagram through the handle at poetry.deertracks, and you can connect with me on Twitter through the handle at kibby underscore poetry. And Kibby is spelled K-I-B-B-Y. So uh, on Twitter, it's at Kibby underscore poetry. And Facebook and Instagram, it's at poetry.deertracks. I was trying to go with the poetry.deertracks handle for Twitter, but Twitter only allows you so many uh, characters and, and, and certain characters in your handle there. So that's why they're different. Anyway, I would love to connect with you, so please like and follow my social media feeds. This is also a good way to stay up to date when new episodes air and engage with other bonus things I may post throughout the week. And speaking of engagement, with us entering May and spring being in full force, hopefully, I'm looking for people to share a picture of something beautiful that is happening in their neighborhood. So post the picture on social media with the hashtag BeautifulThings and tag me in the post. You may even see your picture in the slideshow that accompanies the YouTube version of these episodes. Right now, if you head over to YouTube, this episode features some pictures that I took of things happening around my house and some pictures from my friend Olivia Haas of the beautiful things happening around her house. Olivia also shared with me a poem, which you will hear in just a little bit. But before we get into the poems for this week, I wanted to say how much I appreciate all of you who have downloaded and listened to the podcast so far. I was looking at some of the statistics that Buzzsprout gives me. Buzzsprout is the website I use to host this podcast. And I was thrilled to not only see so many downloads from the United States, but also to see downloads in Europe and Asia. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, thank you. And I would love to hear from you. So send me an email at poetry.deertracks at gmail.com, and if you enjoy the podcast, please consider leaving a five-star rating and review. Most podcast providers have some sort of rating system that makes a big impact on the visibility of the podcast when people are searching for topics related to it. So if somebody goes onto Apple Podcasts and is looking for poetry or poems, uh, whatever um, might be associated with it, even like deer tracks through a hunter you know they may still stumble upon my podcast but anyway uh, that just gives you kind of an example so the ratings and the reviews help uh, affect the algorithms and and all this uh, voodoo magic that goes into making the podcast more visible so anyway but please consider supporting the podcast uh, by rating and reviewing and also share it with your friends and family All of this really helps, and again, I just can't say it enough, but thank you. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you for uh, considering to help me out by rating and reviewing this podcast. 
Yes, I'm going to nerd out a little bit here now, as it is May the 4th, Star Wars Day. If you are a fan of the franchise, hopefully you're enjoying this episode with a nice cold glass of bantha milk after a long day of moisture farming. Yes, you, you heard that correctly. And maybe afterwards you can kick back and watch some of the movies with your Uncle Owen. Hopefully you're getting these references if you are a fan. Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! Um, and if you're not a fan, don't worry. There is plenty coming up in this episode not related to Star Wars, so hold tight. Now, spring has been an inspiration for a lot of my writing recently. I, I think part of the reason is that I've been trying to remain hopeful during our current state of affairs in dealing with COVID-19. Seeing new life emerge, hearing the sounds of vitality and bird songs and neighbors outside playing with their kids, smelling the fresh morning dew and the aroma of a charcoal grill, all of these things have invigorated my soul and this first poem flows out of it. And the title of it is The Invocation. My senses plucked in gladsome tidings sung by colors rich in scents so sweet and fresh, in chirps and cackles calling forth the sun to light upon those nimble budding crests. And in this song are words that invocate the dead to rise and occupy once more the holy way for which this ground curates to stretch, to bloom, and open winter's store. For life begins where life once fading stood, in honor of tradition handed down, by former things who exercised the good, and planted seeds to foster new now bound, to run the circuit that we all must trod, in celebration breaking fertile sod. That was one of my own poems titled The Invocation. The next poem that I'm going to share with you is from journalist, author, playwright, poet, and defender of the Catholic faith, G.K. Chesterton, titled The Convert. After one moment when I bowed my head, and the whole world turned over and came upright, and I came out where the old road shone white, I walked the ways and heard what all men said, force of tongues like autumn leaves unshed, being not unlovable but strange and light, old riddles and new creeds not in despite, but softly as men smile about the dead. The sages have a hundred maps to give, that trace their crawling cosmos like a tree. They rattle reason out through many a sieve, that stores the sand and lets the gold go free. And all these things are less than dust to me, because my name is Lazarus, and I live. That was The Convert by G.K. Chesterton. As I mentioned last episode, Poets.org or PoetryFoundation.org is a great place to learn more about some of the poets whose poems you hear on this podcast. I always like to read from older poets because I believe there is a lot we can learn from the past that may inspire our own writing. So check those sites out and become more familiar with your favorite poets or discover new ones. This next poem was written by a woman who had a profound influence on Emily Dickinson, whom Dickinson admirably called that foreign lady. Elizabeth Barrett Browning accomplished quite a bit for a woman of her time, even to the point of being considered to succeed William Wordsworth as Poet Laureate of England. While this may not seem as big of a deal today, 
back in 19th century England, it, it certainly was. Anyway, I've enjoyed reading some of her poems, and I'm excited to share this one with you titled, Past and Future. My future will not copy fair my past, on any leaf but heavens be fully done. Supernal will I would not fain be won, who, satisfying thirst and breaking fast, upon the fullness of the heart at last, saith no grace after meat, my wine hath run. Indeed out of my cup, and there is none, to gather up the bread of my repast, scattered and trampled, yet I find some good, in earth's green herbs and streams that bubble up, clear from the darkling ground, content until, I sit with angels before better food. Dear Christ, when thy new vintage fills my cup, this hand shall shake no more, nor that wine spill. That was Past and Future by Elizabeth Barrett Browning. To finish things off for this week, I have a poem from my friend Olivia Haas. The poem was initially meant to serve as song lyrics for a tune she later recorded as an instrumental piece for her EP titled Peace in the Waiting. I encourage you to check out her music on Spotify and iTunes. Olivia is also a talented photographer and painter, and you can see some of her work on Instagram at LiveJoyArtwork. That's Live, L-I-V, Joy, Artwork. So check that out as well. I appreciate Olivia for sharing her poem with me and sending this recording of her sharing the story behind the poem and reading it as well. The title of her poem is Night. Hi, my name is Olivia, and I want to share some song lyrics with you guys today from one of my more poetic songs entitled Night. But before I do that, I want to share some of the heart behind it, as it's just been very meaningful to me in my journey, and I'm hoping that it blesses you guys as well. These words of the song speak of the night seasons, when we feel the weight of the darkness and the hard things that we endure. But it's in the darkest of nights that we could see the most stars. There's a clarity to see further and to discover what we could only discover in such darkness. Often in these seasons we are uncomfortable and we just can't wait to come out of it. But so often that's when God tells us just to be still and embrace the treasures that it holds, the wisdom, the strength, the grit that you develop. It's in the night that we dream and sometimes we have dreams that well up so strongly that we feel like we might explode as we wait for them. But the process, the stirring is so important as it is necessary to sustain that breakthrough and value it once we receive it. Through this intense time of preparation, when the sun actually bursts forth to bring a new day, we will be ready for what it holds. So this is night. In the cool of the night, shining carnival stars, where we could see further out than we ever could before. Be still for this moment. Don't let it slip away. Embrace the night and the treasures that it holds. The song of the heavens echo through the night, and the dreams of your heart lead to the first break of light. Let it rise, rise, rise from deep within your soul till you feel like your heart can't contain it anymore. But the night fades away and a new day has begun. The answered prayers of your heart dance in with the sun and you'll be ready for it to shine.
I would like to thank Olivia for sharing her poem titled Night, and I want to remind you that you can submit a poem or song of your creation to poetry.deartracks at gmail.com. Again, the email is poetry.deartracks at gmail.com. Well, that's it for this week. So until our paths cross again, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi saying, The Force will be with you. Always. Take care, everybody.